They're the Kambini Boys. They're the Kambini Boys. They're the Kambini. They're the Kambini. They're the Kambini. They're the Kambini Boys. Welcome to the Kambini Boys podcast, where my friend Mike and I share the latest and greatest from Japan's amazing convenience stores. In this week's episode, we continue our exploration of B-tier Kambini and head over to Poplar, a popular Kambini in and around Hiroshima. We take a look back at their history and share what makes them special. As always, we run down the new item scoreboard, share our winners and losers, and then head to Gimba for another look at the Tade Chiki from Family Mart. Now, let's head off to the Kambini. They're the Kambini, they're the Kambini, they're the Kambini, they're the Kambini, boys. Hey, Mike. Matt, how are you doing? Um, you know, it's great to see your face. I'm glad to say that uh, thanks to you, I made it through golden time. Oh, and, thank um, God. Yeah, you know, there were a couple nights there at the end. I was just, you know, eating pizza, watching Mike mm. Tyson knockout videos, eating pizza. Mm. And, but somehow I got through with your help, and um, I'm, I'm glad to say that I'm, you know, still alive and, and here to talk and beanie with you. No, Mike, I was actually really impressed with your stability over the course of golden time. I thought, you know, it's always a risk. You're just going to fly off the handle. You know, you're just going to be up in like... Uh, you know, Apollo 13 style. You know, you're just trying to keep the earth in view as you do one last burn to get back down to uh, to the planet. But no, you were stable all week long. Nothing wrong with staying up late watching Mike Tyson punch outs uh, with a pizza. It's always good to squeeze that in once in golden time. So yeah, glad to see you're here. Upright, looking good. Yep. And uh, Matt, you know, love is in the air, Valentine's coming up, and um, I gotta say, it's great to be sharing this lovely time with you because, um, you know, we're talking Kambini. That's right, and uh, what do we love more than Kambini, Mike? Really nothing. And uh, this week, we continue our exploration into B-tier Kambini. Oh, so yeah. that we got the big three, we got the 7-Eleven, we got the Lawsons, and we got the Family Marts. So far, we've looked at a few other B-tier Kanbini mini-stop, Daily Yamazaki. Last week, we were in Hokkaido at Seiko Mart. And this yeah. week, Mike, we're heading to Hiroshima, southwestern Japan, to check out a Kanbini known as Popoda. Oh, um, boy. So, uh, as with our previous episodes we're going to take a look at the history the background as well as some of the unique food items offered by popoda what do you say mm-hmm. we get started with just some basic history around this chain mike all right sounds great all right so popoda founded in 1976 and as i mentioned it's headquartered in hiroshima different from most other kanbini which are mm. headquartered in tokyo and yeah. Naturally, most of the Papuda in Japan are in that part of Japan, known as the Chugoku region. Uh, mm. It's made up of a handful of prefectures uh, south from Kansai, but not, uh, you know, not in uh, Kyushu. So it's sort of mm. that that bottom tail of Honshu, mm. the main island. Papuda, what a name! Okay, it's combining two things. One is the tree, the poplar tree, Mike. And if you look at the logo, it's got a poplar leaf there. Also, the founder of the organization saw, you know, popoda sounds like popular. So it's combining poplar, the tree, with the word (laughs) popular in English. 
Kind of a weird combo, but <laughs> it somehow works. Now, Mike, uh, it started as a nighttime grocery store business, sort of. Hmm. So when grocery stores closed, the founder wanted to have a place where people could go to pick stuff up. So it operated really in off hours. Now, some of the items that I'm sure you're going to get into when it comes to their food are really a legacy of that history of operating in the middle of the night. For instance, Popuda serves scoops fresh rice into their bento at the store. If you go to 7-Eleven, if you go to Lawson's, you go to Family Mart, you go to any other convenience, the rice is already in the bento, is packaged at the factory. Why Mm -hmm. did they do that? Well, originally, Popuda couldn't find a manufacturer that was able to deliver fresh rice in the (laughs) middle of the night. So they scooped it and made it in store, which they continue to do today. Um, Big thing now is in 2015, Popuda entered into an alliance with Lawson. And so Hmm. you have Lawson, Popuda, combo stores. I'm actually at one right now. Mike, I don't quite know how much of an alliance this is. This looks like more of a takeover. Popuda has bright red as its main color with a green highlight. If you go to these combo stores, the only piece of Papuda you see is the logo and the name. The rest is pure loss in branding, that classic blue with the red strip. So I don't know who did the negotiating for Papuda on this alliance, but it looks like they're getting their it looks like they're getting their their uh their they're lunching by Lawson, quite frankly, <laughs> frankly speaking. And uh, last year, 51 more Papuda stores are going to become Poplar Lawson combo stores. Oh. So it looks like Papuda may not have much time left before it's completely huh. integrated into Lawson. We'll see what happens there. Right, right. Wow. So that's a little bit about the background of Popuda. What do you got to say about the food, Mike? All right, Matt. Well, um, yeah, let's take a look at what makes popura popular, popura popular, um, special in terms of the food. All right, Matt. So I'm just gonna switch on here real quick, and let's take a look at what we're what we're dealing mm-hmm. with here. All right, we're on the popular pop popura uh, website here. As you can see, we've got some well well established categories. We've got everything you need. We got the popu ben. We'll come back to that as you were talking about. We've got the regular bentos. We've got onigiri. You know, we got the bakery. I will say the site is a little bit elusive in some parts. You know, we got the bakery section, but uh, you know, there's only two items. You know, we got the sweet section. We got no items. So maybe this is a part of the takeover. Unfortunately, you know, maybe or maybe they just they you know they don't have enough hands to get these items up. Um, but uh, let's take in. You know, I, I think we should we should look where everybody's really interested, and in. that's you know what's going on in the hot box. Um, they call it counter foods, you know, hot boxes hmm. or the hot snacks are contained within the counter foods. I like that in there with the Nikuman and the Oden, hmm. the counter foods. So, you know, we got some, hey, we got some chicken nuggets. And what I like about Poplar, they're pretty straightforward about what they're doing here. These are just the chicken nuggets, you know, that they're called the chicken nuggets. They're just chicken nuggets, you know, um, look like some karage coons or something like that. 
Um, we got the, you know, we got the Frankfurt. We got the Mina no fried chicken. Everyone's fried chicken. I like it. You know, this is for the everyday working man or woman. You know, we got the American dog. We got, um, we got all types of things. But um, Matt, no doubt, really, what uh, sets Poplar apart is like you were saying. When you go into Poplar and you go to the bento section, you see a kind of weird-looking thing, and this is what the image I'm showing you here. It's a bento with uh, the the main ingredients and the sides, but then there's nothing in there. There's no rice, um, and like you were saying, they actually you know cook the rice fresh and actually so like similar to Seiko Mart, they're making the rice in the store, but they're actually like serving it as you need it so you're getting that hot really fresh rice mm. and um you know not only that you know you can actually choose how much rice you want so you can say mm. like hey give me give me the small size give me the the normal size give me the super tokumori that's mm. 450 grams that's four cups of rice in there oh my god yeah four so, cups of rice or, or sorry, I, I three cups of rice, four hundred and fifty grams still, is, yeah, God, yeah, that's a big deal. You know, you, you, you know, I mean, no, I, I don't know of any other convenience where you can choose your sizes, let alone where you can get four hundred and fifty grams. I don't know how you fit that all on there. That's a mountain of rice. It's you almost know? a half kilo of rice. Yeah, it's almost a half. It's a kilo pound of rice. rice. <laughs> it's a pound of rice. A pound of rice, and only for 50, 50 yen more, you get a steaming mound of rice. Um, so yeah, Matt. I mean, I, I gotta be honest. You know, they like I said, the the website. Unfortunately, they're not too active, and we're not getting too many updates here to sort sort of show us what sets them apart. But I'd say that in general, the the sort of offering at Poplar is a pretty standard one, um, and I'd say like checks all the boxes of what you'd want to see at a kombini. Plus, you have this sort of uh, this bento uh, theme, which makes me think that like it, you know, it functions almost like a like a hotomoto. Like these are these like bento uh, specialty shops you can go to, choose the amount of rice you want, get the get the sides you want. So it's it's kind of like a bento shop as well. Um, but uh, yeah, Matt. All right. So as we've been doing, we're going to be looking at some items that we picked up. Um, we're gonna go with yours first, or one of the ones you picked up first. So uh, let you know. Tell me. Tell me what you're thinking here. Yeah, Mike. Naturally, I picked a bento. The pulp mm. bin. How to do it? Hey. This is their main thing, like you just described. And what we're looking at here, we have we have a chicken breast, salt and pepper mm. bento here. Okay. Mm. Um, and it's got a tablespoon of potato salad alongside some unidentifiable, unidentifiable mound just right. north of the uh, chicken there. <laughs> now, Mike, uh, Poplar, it seems uh, not a big innovator. You know, chicken breast with salt and pepper, not exactly yep. a radical product. Um, sure. But again, what gets me is that big empty section that you just mm. talked about for all that damn rice that I want. And I also read, Mike, they serve up... Koshihikari. That is primo oh boy. Japanese rice. That's the good stuff, and I want a lot of it. Maybe not a half kilo, <laughs> but I do want enough. I want 
Maybe I do. Maybe I want so much yeah. rice I'd sink to the bottom of the Mariana's trench like a cannonball <laughs> strapped to my ankle once I'm done eating the damn thing. And it, like you said, it's coming right out of the cooker. So it's going to be so hot and sticky that my mouth will shut after just a couple of bites. That's what Poplar is all about. It's about the popo bin uh, and that giant mound of rice. Again, a pound, half kilo of rice for 50 extra yen. That is an incredible deal. And again, tablespoon of potato, potato salad. That's just yeah. the right amount. Yeah, um, Matt looks great. Like you said, I like a I like a good you know chicken steak. You know, give me a chicken steak with my with my bento, and it's got that shio kosho which we love. You know. Um, uh, Oh, actually, I was thinking yuzu kosher. That's just salt no, and pepper. Salt like and pepper, said. yeah. That's a good old it. salt and pepper there. Um, maybe. <laughs> I think there is that maybe. Is that maybe some um, some yeah, secret uh, noodles there in the background? I think it may have four strands of spaghetti <laughs> sitting under <laughs> the uh, chicken. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, this thing, you know, it went on sale just, you know, uh, February 9th. So everybody get out there, get get it while you can. This looks great. All right, Matt, I'm going to I'm going to show you my my next one. This is the chicken tatsudaage. We've talked oh, yeah. a little bit about tatsudaage. Um and this one holds a special little place in my heart, Matt. Um you know, in Kanazawa here, there's actually a poplar. It's it's over by the oh, wow. uh, the university. I used to go there on a trip before I'd uh, go to play pachinko. You know, I'd hop in there, I'd grab <laughs> some chicken tatsudake, I'd, I'd have, I'd grab these like pre-made uh, hamburgers, and that would get me pumped up. And hey, a can of coffee that would get me, you know, ten hours in there, and maybe three packs of cigarettes. So uh, yeah, Matt. The chicken tatsudage holds a special place in my heart, especially popular chicken tatsudage. Remember, the tatsudage, I I had to go back because I actually forgot what it was. So what makes the tatsudage special is it's like um, karaage, but um, instead of seasoning the breading, you're just seasoning the the meat. And then you're... uh, Oh, interesting. Yeah, you're applying the breading. So the breading is just, you know, um, what it is. Um, but it's great. It's it's juicy. And like they said, Matt, mm-hmm. you can see right here, Ninki number one no shohin. So, wow. uh, you know, I, 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 I can't uh, disagree. This, this has a special place in my heart. You can't go wrong picking a boneless fried chicken when you're talking about an item at the conveni. Like, yeah, very interesting to learn of your history with this item. I had no idea there was even a poplar in Ishikawa. They are rare. But, yeah, yeah, uh, a chicky, a canned coffee, three packs of cigarettes, that'll sit you up straight for a good day at the pachinko parlor, no doubt about it. So, awesome. All right, man. So let's go on to see your next item. And oh, hey, hey, yeah, hey, hey. Like, uh, we're talking about the Mina no fried chicken. Mm. Okay, everybody's fried chicken. A little different from the Tatsuta chicken, as you just explained. Um, mm-hmm. So this would be the equivalent of their Fami chicky, their El chicky, their Nana chicky. Now, right. what's interesting about this, Mike, is this guy is bulging. It's hard to yeah. describe <laughs> what this thing is. Um, so if, if you go to Family Mart, you get a Fami chicky. It's fairly flat. There's not a lot of shape to it, and that's because Family Mart has really perfected the molding and fusing of uh, mm-hmm. this unnatural blend of thigh meat, breast, and maybe some other stuff in there. Mm-hmm. But Poplar's chicken looked like it's been hitting the gym. The muscles are really bulging. This thing may be on HGAs. This is kind of the Mark McGuire of um, of boneless chickies here. Uh, this thing, 
Yeah, and I like it. I got to tell you, I like it, yeah. Mike. This yeah. looks appetizing. Matt, you're exactly right. That's exactly what I thought. This is like one of those movies where someone, you know, got their wish that became like super pumped up. Mark McGuire, <laughs> exactly. I love it. Um, you're right. But it does give you, you this chicky because it has this sort of topography to it. <laughs> you know, you have to sort of think about how you're going to approach this thing. You can't absolutely. just, yeah. Yep. I would want to go, you know, that bottom right corner, that <laughs> little, you know. <laughs> that little, uh, you know, that little pex, pex muscle in there. Um, Matt, I love it. And um, I can be honest, it looks great. And like you said, looks looks different than a lot of the chickies we've seen elsewhere because of this uh, this bulk. Yeah. Looks <laughs> great. All right, Matt. Well, my last one's not going to be any surprise. To oh, this. yep. This yep. combines a few of my favorite things. So this is the umami gyuto mito sauce. And, um, you know, this is meat sauce pasta. I love it. Um, and Matt, this also in, includes a clever pun here. You've got the gyuto. Yep. Mm-hmm. So gyu means beef. So you got the beef in there. And gyuto means you, you really kind of pack it in there. So it's got some <laughs> packed in meat. I love it. You know, hey, I love the people that are making these names. Um, you know, what can I say? Like you said, um, Popera, it, it, it kind of feels, you know, standard in a lot of ways with their offering. I like it, though. Like, I, I'd like to see if you're not offering that many new items, you're just kind of, you know, covering all the bases and the classics. So um, I, I really like this one. No, Mike, it really does look like Poplar focused on the fundamentals, blocking and tackling. They got the meat sauce <laughs> pasta. They got the bento with the fresh rice. They got some solid chickies in there. They're not innovating like 7-Eleven. They're not doing the double wiener red curry, the triple wiener red curry, the double sauce frank. They're just doing the standard stuff, and I bet they do it damn well. So it's great to see a conbini that is really mm-hmm. focused on the classics and yeah, yeah, meat sauce pasta. This looks really good. I mean, aside from the photography, again, one step up from Daily Yamazaki. I say this oh, would yeah. be a iPhone 5SE, but um, <laughs> a little blurry image. But uh, no, it looks good. It looks good. Yeah. Yep. All right, man. Well, um, yeah, that that sort of wraps up for the items and the sort of offering at Papura. And um, yeah, I think you know um, our our presentation of Popular in general. All right, Mike, uh, what do you say? What's next? Head over to the Chicky Wars? Yep, Matt, um, this week at the Chicky Wars, you know, kind of a slow week. Last week, also kind of slow. I'm a little um, yeah. I'm a little interested. Don't and worry. not to mention, not to mention, this week we have one of our, you know, you know yeah. the, uh, the bad news bears. Um, Poke Chicky. All right, Matt, what we've got this week, we only got one offering from Family Mart, you know, they're you know, they're, they're sort of in progress offering um, challenger to the Karage-kun. The Poke Chiki is back. Um, and, you know, they're coming out with a mala flavor. So, you know, they're working their way up. We've had a lot of the standard flavors. It was only a matter of time until we we saw the mala, a.k.a. the spicy, the spicy guy. Um, and, um, yeah, man, I like the package, but I don't know. I'll, I'll give you a first shot at it. Uh, what, what, what do you think about it? Uh, Poke Chiki's offering. Now, Poke Chiki, again, Mike, it's sort of the prodigal son. When is it going to redeem itself finally mm-hmm. and and become what it what it's capable of becoming? Again, this is mm-hmm. home of the family Chiki, ladies and gentlemen. So why yeah. why does Poke Chiki continue to disappoint? Yeah. Um, Mala flavor, 
I, you know, it's, it sounds promising. We're talking not sure. just spicy, but that shibiredu. It's going to give you that sort of a tingling feeling. He's <laughs> probably got some Szechuan peppercorns in there. That sounds very exciting. Mm-hmm. I am a little bit interested that Poke Chiki right now in 2021, in terms of releasing new flavors, is out in front of Karage-kun, a prolific flavor releaser. That's yep. not a word. But, um, <laughs> you know, I got to wonder... Lawson, they have this sort of agile development. They release they release Karage Kun like uh, like Google releases updates to software. You know, every single week they're cranking out something new. I don't know if they switch back from from agile to a waterfall development planning methodology, but Family Mart, you know, impressive uh, you know number of flavors they're pumping out here in 2020, 2021. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, it seems if anybody's got the sort of, you know, the gas in them this this year, it's definitely Poke Chicky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, remains to be seen if they can really, you know, improve the sort of overall product. Um, but I like this one. Like I said, the Shibiretu, you know, you probably got mm. your tongue dancing a little bit when you're Ooh. eating these things. Um, they look bright hot. Um, these things are <laughs> smoking hot. Um, like the pack. Light. Yeah, exactly. The, the pack, you know, we got... Above, sort of, you know, hovering above the these uh, these little poke chickies is is a flame, and it's just saying poke chicky mala flavor. So I like the aesthetics on this thing. We'll see on on the flavor. You know, I it, this is one that you know similar to um, you know the citrus uh, ones that we saw last week or a couple weeks ago. It's it's hard to do wrong, and so you yeah. know I'm sure this they'll get a pass this week. But I I agree. I want to see when are they gonna step up and make that big move. That uh, you know can really make us you know re you know earn our respect again. <laughs> All right, so that's it for the Chicky Wars. Just that Poke Chicky flavor out this week. Now it's on to the scoreboard. Let's yeah. take a look at the new item counts this week, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, Family mm-hmm. Mart, fifty-two new items. Lawson, thirty-six. Seven mm-hmm. Eleven, ninety-two. Mm-hmm. Mini Stop 24, Daily Yamazaki 7, and Seiko Mart, we think 7, although it's a little <laughs> bit confusing based on their website. Anything, uh, your reaction to those numbers, Mike? Matt, yeah, not much. Um, welcome to Seiko Mart, but like we said, this has a question mark because it, it's it's difficult to tell exactly what's going on over at Seiko Mart's website. Maybe 7, maybe 2, maybe 0, I'm not sure. Um, you know, in terms of the big three, hey, these are some pretty solid numbers and I feel good about it. Mini stop again. I'm, I'm glad to see that mini stop's going to be a pretty, you know, strong contender putting out 20 or so items a week. That's always exciting to see. Daily Yamazaki, um, you know, I, I don't know what we can say. We probably expect seven or eight each week, but you know, who knows? But, um, in general, yeah, I feel these are pretty, you know, fair numbers. I'm glad, you know, we're, we're hitting the mid part of, uh, February and, uh, it's good to be running all, all cylinders. Totally agree, Mike. And I agree. Very excited to see mini stop. It seems like the mid twenties is their sweet spot for new items. So a lot mm-hmm. coming out each week. Okay. Let's take a look. Uh, we each, each week we look at, uh, we, we, we peruse all of these items mm-hmm. and pick a winner and a loser. Let's take a look at your loser item this week, Mike. Yep. Very excited yep. to see what you got here. No surprise yeah, here. No we surprise know. here, Matt. Mm-hmm. You probably didn't even need to, um, you know, I mean, geez. Matt, this is, sorry, if you could just scroll up a little bit so I can remember the title of this. This is the Burrito Spice Kauru Kima Kare 
And they ended it there, but this is a double wiener, ladies and gentlemen. It's a double wiener rap. It's back. And the problem I've got with this, Matt, first off, burrito calorie. Let me let me translate this. This is the burrito fragrance kima mm. curry double wiener wrap. Um, Matt, I don't you know, I, I don't know if you've ever considered burritos to be something with with a fragrance or no. a um no. you know, a distinctive flavor. I think burritos you just wrap some cheese and sauce and, you know, meat in there and you just eat it because it's delicious. There's nothing about burrito about this, except maybe that it's a wrap. And Matt, again, like crossed with the kima curry, we've been you know, we've had our eye on these double wieners for a long time. <laughs> And I was ready to just let it, you know, just let them, you know, burn away in hell by themselves. But I had to pull this back out because this is actually just a false claim. There's no way that there's anything about a burrito going on in this thing. The picture looks like, again, just, I mean, who, what can you say? It's just awful. It's just a, somebody just kind of like, you know, melted, (laughs) yeah, human appendages, like we've said before. This is uh this is unfortunate, Matt, and you know this is Seven Eleven, I should say, and um, I, like I said, this is it for me on the double wieners. Call me when we got the triple. I, I'm I'm done with it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the 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 burrito aroma. That's one of many crimes happening here, Mike. Uh, I think <laughs> the cops just need to walk into every Seven Eleven and just tape this item off. You know, this is a crime scene. We've talked about this. Seven Eleven continues to sell homicides. As a product, this double wiener needs to go. This one looks particularly bad because it does have that dirty diaper oh. ima curry, which may taste good. Actually, yeah. that sounds like a pretty compelling flavor. But the double wiener, again, you know, this looks like body parts that are cut up and then man, just sitting in, God, just decomposing. 7-Eleven, come on. We got we to gotta at least make this product more appealing to look at uh, yeah. if we're going to continue to sell it. Yep. All right, totally agree with that, Mike. And sticking with the burrito theme, I got something Mm -hmm. right up there, Mike. This, here we are. (laughs) We're looking at uh, the pizza sand. It's back, Mike. Uh, The pizza sand, for those who can't recall, has nothing to do with pizza, almost has nothing to do with a sandwich, but it's called the pizza sand, (laughs) pizza sando. And this week out of Family Mart, they have a gyoza-flavored... Pocket, so it's this really mm-hmm. thick. Mm-hmm. It's not even a burrito because it's quite thick dough, and it's mm-hmm. stuffed inside with gyoza filling. Gyoza mm-hmm. are those uh, really delicious, uh, often steamed or fried dumplings. Mm-hmm. And Mike, this product is so confusing to me for mm-hmm. many reasons. But um, yeah. the best part of gyoza, the dumpling, is the wrapper. Mm-hmm. It's light. Oh it's yeah, chewy. But they've decided to dump the best part, the wrapper, and replace it with this savage cardboard. Like, you can't replace your best player with a pile of garbage and get away with it. The Patriots learned that the hard way two weeks ago. They were at home watching the Super Bowl while Tom Brady was winning it. So, I don't know what Pizza Sand is doing here. They they, they got rid of the best part of Gyoza, the wrapper, and they replaced it with this horrific chunk of cardboard it's 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 awful oh boy well uh the first thing i'll say matt it's glad i'm glad to see that after all my you know suspicions were unfounded it was not the calby 
potato boya who was, you know, <laughs> causing this thing to happen. This is, you know, this is um, Osaka Osho, you know, a famous gyoza place, you know, collabing. Apparently it seems like the pizza sand is just like, let's just collab, you know, let's just collabo with anything you want and we'll just put it in there. It looks like, Matt, again, we have the same sort of artistic look to this presentation. I think this is the exact same picture of that burrito sand um, and they just kind of cropped out the filling and... <laughs> And this thing's just spilling out. Like you said, you can't take the wrapper out of the gyoza. That's just not how it works. No. Um, and Matt, I, we're gonna we're we're really gonna have to keep our eye on this because if this gets any any worse, I mean, we're really gonna we might have to you know you know call to action on um you know bringing an end to pizza sand. This is terrible, Matt. Awful. Uh, great great pick for a loser. All right, let's turn things around, head to our winners for this week. We'll start yep. off with yours, Mike. Let's see what you got. Ooh. Oh, boy. Yes. Oh, boy. Yes, Matt. This is the Toto Toto Tamago no Doria. Um, Matt, oh, om, sorry. Toto Toto Tamago no Omu Doria. So um, Doria, as you know, is sort of a rice dish, which is usually covered with cheese and some sort of sauce. You heat it up and you eat it. Um, and Matt, <clears throat> we've talked a little bit about omuraisu on the podcast before, I think, mm. but this looks to be some sort of blend between like an omurais and a doria with, um, you know, uh, uh, cheese inside there as well. So what we're looking at, ladies and gentlemen, this is a, it's a, it's a kind of shallow dish, circular dish on one half you have, um, uh, omelet or like a, like a scrambled egg. And then on the other side, you have what looks to be like demi-glaze sauce with uh, some pork inside there. Yeah. Sprinkled on top, it looks like you've got some parsley and maybe some Parmesan cheese. And then underneath this will be a layer of cheese, mozzarella. And then at the bottom, you have the rice. And uh, Matt, I've I've been itching for some almond rice recently. And I've never really you know gotten too deep into the Doria, but... I mean, and hey, this is Lawson. No, you know, you know, no surprise there. Looks amazing, Matt. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I would love to uh, have this one on a cold night. Mike, there's so many good things happening here. The omu rice, the demi glaze mm. sauce, the mm. cheese. I have this weird habit of uh, cataloging my death row last meal because uh, I'm always worried I might just go off the deep end and you know I always want to just make sure I got it in place yeah. so I do it right this could be it Mike this is this is in the running now this is also a stunning dish because you have the bright yellow of the oh, rice on the yeah. left with that deep rich demi-glaze sauce on the right this is a gorgeous mm. dish luscious is what comes to mind mm. to describe it awesome choice Thank you. Killing it. Mm. All right. My dish this week, my winner, is coming out of Family Mart this week, Mike. And, uh, yeah, this is a country ma'am cookie pudding flavor, Mike. Yeah, that's right. This is the classic country Mm. ma'am cooking with a caramel pudding flavor. Mike, everybody knows Country Ma'am, right? The soft two-bite mm. cookies. It's almost oh, impossible yeah. not to eat the whole box. Yeah. 
They're individually wrapped just mm. to keep Japan's population's weight under control. You know, if they were to line those boys up naked like Oreos, you'd probably have a mm. 72% obesity rate. Let's face the facts. <laughs> These things are too good. And now they release this caramel pudding flavor. Mike, uh, I'm not a hoarder. I'm not a yeah. hoarder, but... Yeah. I may to lead, I may to look need to look into that for these guys. I'm in fact I'm digging an <laughs> underground bunker right now just to house these caramel pudding cookies. Oh my goodness, these look outstanding. Oh Matt, I'm so happy you pulled up old country ma'am and especially wearing this suit, the pudding flavored Matt. Like we said, this is this is the holiday today's today's Valentine's Day, Valentine's by the way. Day. Um yeah. yeah uh I might have to get these for my for my <laughs> wife because I didn't actually get anything. Now I'm remembering it. Um, it has a nice heart on the on the front here to remind you this is a lover's dish right here. And Matt, you know, we just came out of the uh, we just came out of the the Combini tournament, and I gotta say one yeah. of the hardest um, oh. choices that we made. We were deciding what goes in that sweet section and. And somehow, you know, Country Ma'am got knocked off at the end. I think next year it's got to be in there. Um, Matt, I, I, you know, this just looks amazing. I've had a few Country Ma'am flavors, um, but I got to say, this sounds like a match made in heaven because yep. in that Country Ma'am, they've got two little, looks like bars of uh, mm. that deeper chocolate taste combined with that pudding nougat in there. And mm. Matt, I got to say, what a beautiful sight to see. I'm so happy you brought this. I'm feeling my heart expand <laughs> like the Grinch right now, just growing bigger and bigger. <laughs> What a Valentine's Day, and what a time to be alive and checking out the Combini. Indeed, what a time to be alive. Country man, pudding flavor is out. Wow. <laughs> okay, that wraps up the scoreboard for this week and our winners and losers. It's on to my favorite segment. That's at the Gemba with Mike. The Gemba, of course, mm. the place where the action happens. Mike, you're in Japan where all the action is happening. What do you got to share with us this week? All right, Matt, this is a first ever um, at the Gemba um, correction we've got here this week. So oh. a couple weeks ago, I talked about something that at, at the time was very close to my heart. And Matt, that was the, as you know, the Tarde Chicky. Right. This is Family Mart's uh, fried chicken um, chicky. It's a sweet outside um, that's mm -hmm. sort of like making it sticky and sweet on the outside. And on the inside... You have the chicky, but you also have that tartar tartar, the tartar sauce in there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as I was saying, I was getting really nostalgic. I was thinking back to Long John Silver's. I was getting just way too into Long John. Like, let's be honest, Long John Silver's, it's great, but hey, I'm getting way carried away. And Matt, you know, this week, it was a special week. As we talked about, I was on Golden Week or, or Golden Time for one whole week. And, you know, what golden time also means, it means eating whatever you want, anytime you want. And mm -hmm. I got to tell you, Matt, I, I had I had this guy three or four more times during that week. And the first time I thought, yep, that's four, maybe five stars. The second time, that's a solid four. The third time I was like, wait a second, this is not actually that great. And by the fourth time, I got to say, Matt, this is a solid three. This thing's kind oh. of a slop. It's a little bit of a sloppy mess, and it's a grab. You know, it's a it's a grab bag. Um, it's not really uh, you know, manufactured well, so you get a lot of hits and misses. Sometimes hmm. that first bite 
boom, there goes the, the tartar sauce. It's boom, blasting out the side. You know, and other times you get them, it's just way too slippery and sticky. It's slimy. And you mix that with the tartar sauce and you get this kind of like this slimy sort of sticky mess. So I got to say, Matt, I was a little bit, you know, over enthusiastic. I'd like to tell our, our viewers or and listeners, you know, go out there, get the tartar chicky, but don't don't think that this is going to change your life. Yeah, Mike. Uh, quality control is a huge thing for the Konbini. Uh, probably mm-hmm. pumping out a couple million chickies a day. <laughs> Hard to get them all right. And I know you you were pretty pumped about up about the tartar sauce. Your your love yeah. of Long John Silvers may have gotten the best of you. Yes. You know, yep. a little bias creeped in, and you know you bite yep. into that chicky, and you yep. taste the Long John Silvers <laughs> and that tartar sauce, and. Mm. And you just felt that four stars right away. But, yeah, it's good. You went back two, three, four more times. Uh, and that's the kind of work Mike does, ladies and gentlemen. You know, he's in there at the Conveni, what, two, three times a day pre-COVID. <laughs> so he really knows what he's talking about here. But great, you know, way to dig into that, Mike. And, uh, wow, a first here on Conveni Boys, uh, a markdown from four to three stars for the Tade chicky, aka the taru taru sauce chicky. Matt, I you know I, I appreciate the, the encouraging words, you know. Um, but you know I I feel like I really just you know I got I got I got carried away, and like you said, um, we like to be objective here on the Community Boys podcast. Just trying to set the record straight, but um, all right, Matt. Well, um, well, wouldn't you know it? Um, we're already at the end, Matt, and um. What an episode it's been. Um, so, uh, yeah, as always, you know, I'd just like to say thanks to our podcast listeners, people listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You know, really appreciate you listening. You know, share the podcast, leave us a like, leave us a rating. It really helps people to find the show. And, you know, if you're watching us on YouTube, hey, great to see you. Leave us a subscribe, leave us a like. We'd really appreciate it. Um, we're also on, you know, all the uh, the social networks. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We do a lot of our uh, our work on Twitter, so definitely check us out there if you want to keep up to date. Um, and if you have a Combini memory, hey, it's 2021. We're looking for our first Combini memory. Uh, you can give us a call at 617-453-8207 if you're in the United States. If you're not, you can just go to our anchor.fm uh website uh it's anchor.fm conveni boys and there you can leave a a message and uh let us know about your conveni memory um matt it's been a great one uh 2021 love is in the air valentine's day hey we're at the conveni we're having a good time um thanks everybody and uh for now matt i guess i'll see you at the conveni i'll see you at the conveni mike